Two thirds, one podcast. Hello and welcome to episode three of Two Thirds One Podcast. I am Hopstein and I am with the infamous Lejevo. Hello, welcome to episode three. The semi-professionally shot <laughs> <laughs> episode. Yeah, so we've um, got a slight change to our setup. It's a little bit better now. Um, and hopefully you'll enjoy the podcast a bit better. So unless you're running or driving, grab a beer um, and get ready for some really uneducated beer opinions and terrible banter. Yeah, we're all set up on socials now. We are set up on everything. Um, Instagram, Twitter. Still fighting over Facebook. Um, we might cave and crumble and, and <laughs> <laughs> set up on the Facebook. Yeah, uh, neither of us want to do it. So. No. Um, and from this episode onwards, you'll find us on the YouTube more and more. So. Uh, check out Two Thirds One Podcast. All the links YouTube. in the description. I've always wanted to say that. Yeah, oh. don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Nice. Always nice. wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find audio versions on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. I believe you can find us through uh, iTunes. Um, but wherever you get your uh, podcasts from, you'll be able to find uh, Two Thirds One Podcast. Yeah, so today's podcast, we're going to have a bit of a catch up. We've not actually seen each other since uh, episode two or the chaos that was episode two. Um, we're going to look at pre-drink question. We've got some questions from Rob's beer books, and we've got some really, really good unpopular opinions. I think you're going to really like Jason's. Uh, mine's quite controversial. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a special announcement at the end. So yeah, we've got Ooh. quite a bit in store. But um, how are you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. I've had a few... Uh things go on and Twitter's <laughs> full-time job it seems. <laughs> we need uh, we need uh, gin from Fight with Kids podcast. We need a dedicated we guy. Need that, Jamie and gin and all these other All these guys that yeah. just know what they're doing and, and they're not bumbling through it like ourselves. Yeah I mean maybe when we get to episode 25 if we last that long we'll, we'll, we'll get our gin. We'll get we'll get our gin or meatball. The meatball. New <laughs> <laughs> Hey, meatball. Meatball. Yeah. If we can get Hello Mark Corley, like the real one. Who? The buff dude with the long hair. Have you not seen him come through the podcast? No. Oh, dude. He's mesmerising. He's just one of those people. Like, you just look at him and you're like, eh. how, is, how is this guy so beautiful? Then he talks and he's hilarious. Well, he's I'm as sure. funny He's as funny as everyone else. Well, maybe Aaron could be that guy. Oh, maybe. Pinkman. Pinkman. Jesse. Come to us. We've got to brew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you've been out and about. You've been, um, yes. you finally went to plug since it's reopened. I finally went to plug, a solo escapade. Um, had a thoroughly smashing time. Um, they had plenty of good stuff on. Um, don't spoil, <laughs> don't spoil the unpopular opinion, but you definitely, you had a- I had it fresh. How do we call, yeah, you had a fresh uh, lager, uh, which we'll get into later. Which is, um, grown this unpopular it's opinion. It's triggered some un unpopular <laughs> opinion which we'll yeah which we'll dive into later. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Plug? It's good isn't it? Plug is Plug is a brilliant place. Um, Especially in Preston. Yeah. It's not pretentious, it's not doing anything 
crazy. It's nothing. It is just what it's a Ronty limit. Does what it says. Yeah, just good beer. In. Good beer. Good people come in. It's a nice space. They've got plenty upstairs seating. Dodgy, dodgy games, not that. <laughs> that, that weird wooden Shut game. Shut the box. Shut the box. Shut the box is a classic game. Yeah, um, I bought one myself now. Have you got yeah. it? <laughs> four player It's got to be done. Four players shut the box, yeah. get your pegs in. Um, yeah, it's a brilliant place. Like, it's a good location. Um, and it's Ben. That uh, Ben's running it at the minute, yeah. Um, previously, well, it's still kind of owned by Adam and Jack, but yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, every, everything that's like the, the way they create the beer list. It, and you didn't even go in the fridge, did you? No, no, no. So the fridge is killing it at the minute as well. So they've um, they've got some Lambics in there, American beer in there. Yeah, so they've got some good stuff. Need some deep wallets for that American stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pockets aren't deep, yeah, are they? Yeah. Uh, I was escaped to Freight Island. Do you know what? Um, I've always wanted to go. It's, it's really good. The, the concept of the place. Go on, explain it to me. It's, it's, in, it, when, when you break it down, you think, this is genius. But essentially, take an abandoned warehouse. Right. So, abandoned warehouse, not doing anything. You then kit it out with... It, it's not where Warehouse Project no, used no, to no. be. It's, it's, it's close. Um, warehouse Project was under Piccadilly. Right, yeah. In yeah. what used to be the old NTV car park. That's right, yeah. Um, this is in a, a, an old warehouse, like a big warehouse, about five minutes at the back of Piccadilly Station. In basically the out, outskirt areas where there was, it's just old buildings that are doing nothing. But this, these guys have come in, basically kitted the whole inside um, out with a, a full sort of canteen dining area in the, the biggest pit. Nice. Um, live music stage, a bar, one end, and then they've put in working kitchens. But what they do is they invite restaurants from anywhere to use that as a pop-up or as a second location. Right. And um, it's basically there for whoever wants to come in. So, so it's a bit like Mackie Mare, but the stuff inside's constantly rotating. Yeah. You're gonna get well, something different yeah. every well, time. Well, I think, um, I don't think they rotate that much, but yeah, there is there is stuff that. So uh, when I went, a couple of things weren't on. Uh, like one of the restaurants, um, this barbecue place was, um, I think the guy's from Sheffield where his other restaurant is. Oh, right. So it's not just like, Manchester, Manchester, Manchester oh, which right, is, so. you know, could get a bit samey, it's from far and wide. Right. But what they've, the things they've, they've really smashed out is the, one, the location, it's a little bit different, it's out of the way, but it's huge. Um, they have so much weight staff that you order a beer and then by the time you put your phone down, someone's like winging it over to you. Oh, wicked. Food service, everything comes so quick, they've just got heads to do it. Same. And you sit at your table, you order whatever you want, wherever you want, and you just sit and have a good time. It's and brilliant. you had well um, worth the trip. Pomona, right? Yeah, I went through the Pomona list. Yeah, you had a Every, few, right? Everything was tasty, fresh. So, 375, four? <laughs> I don't believe I've hit over a 375 yet. The, uh, the scaling on untapped, I think, is unfair. Because <laughs> if it's a five, Five's got to be like. Oh yeah, five's got to be off, like, the, scale, off the scale, isn't it? It's, it's got to be, be yeah. some something unique and crazy, like a. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Like it's it's something so unique and new that only Jeff Bezos can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Amazon sends a brewery, microbrewery into space. 
<laughs> the barrel age it in a spacecraft and bring it back down. <laughs> We're already bringing it back. Yeah, and it comes in a pouch. Yeah. You have to drink it at zero gravity. Yeah, that's that's pure limited edition. That's that's so a yeah. five. Yeah. That's so then, when you look at the scale of one to five, five being spectacular, getting to a four two five is hard for me. It's it's yeah. Everyone's scoring is different, isn't it? Everyone. A lot uh, of people score some beers that I check in a lot higher. Yeah. I think mine are quite high, high these days but I tend to buy stuff that I know I like, so. Yeah, but yeah, everything was nice. Everything was good. Um, well worth a visit. Check it out, Escape Freight Island, Manchester. Bit of a plug. Yeah. Um, I caught up with some Jimmy Hop. Ooh. Yeah, so my um, mate watched the first episode and he was like, who was that guy Jason was on about? I was like, uh, I think it was, James Hoffy or something. Hoffy <laughs> with the coffee. Anyway, he had a look and he was like, you've got to watch these videos because we're both AeroPress nerds. Um, I watched all of his AeroPress videos. <laughs> I watched all the tests um, and I'm now doing the Jimmy Hoffman. You converted. Yeah, I've converted to 11 grams, two minutes, yeah. using scales, using grams. proper coffee. I've stopped using supermarket coffee. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yes, um, I bought some Blossom Coffee Roasters, mm. which is what we're drinking now. Yeah, this is very tasty. Uh, cheers. cheers. This is La Peña's. La Peña? La Peña's? One of La Peña. Um, so it's apparently peach, vanilla, red apple. I'm getting a bit mint, to be honest, this time. Yeah, it's, um, I'm getting, a, I'm getting, getting? That, a, a mint freshness. I've had this for about two weeks and I've not got mint once. And Mint. Yeah, it's got a. a We've not just brushed our teeth or anything no, before no. the podcast. But it it's not a pre podcast ritual where we brush our teeth or anything. No. <laughs> but be good, kids. But brush your teeth. I'll tell you what, I, I do see the difference now between supermarket coffee and proper. proper Roasted. Can I say proper roasted? Yeah, proper roasted coffee. Yeah, these, these people are importing good beans um, yeah. and they're roasting them. And uh, it's, it's surprising just in Lancashire how many people are actually roasting. Good coffee. Yeah, this was, good I think, Manchester, coffee. I think they're from. Uh, but peach, vanilla, yeah, red apple. I get the peach, get a tiny bit of red apple, but yeah, mint, which is really, really odd. It's fresh though, it's quite nice. Mm. It's quite a nice little uh, minty coffee. Um, there's a big outfit in Blackburn that I've just uh, ordered from, well, oh, Clitheroe, right. uh, called Exchange Coffee. Right. And um, I've been through a couple of bad bags from Atkinson from last time. Really enjoyed their coffee, super good. Bad bags? No, super good. Oh, two good bags, bags, two bags. Oh, right. I, I bought, so I, I try and buy a couple of varieties from, from any roaster just to try like a, like sort of what the house blend would be. Yeah. And then if they've got like a single sauce, single bean sauce, um, I'll pick something. Yeah. Um, I tend to like stronger stuff, um, um, stronger nutty stuff. Oh, right, interesting. Yeah, so right. I'll, I'll look through and if they've got a decent description of the flavour profile, yeah, I'll pick yeah. some stuff, but... Um, this time I sort of rolled the dice and I went, oh, exchange, I'd, I'd, I'd seen they had a big list. As I was looking through the list, this single source Jamaican Blue Mountain blend caught my eye. Um, could you it. guess how much it is for a kilogram of this coffee? What's the normal going rate, 12 quid? No, uh, it'll be double that, won't it? So um, an average, you'll spend on a decent, 12. well, I get 250 gram bags, so you're talking anything between six to nine for that. Right, I think I've put Blossom, I might have paid 12. For a 250, yeah. For a two, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, so. And how much was that? 
So this blade. Jamaican blade. Oh, I've got the name actually. I wrote the name down because I, I really like the name. Um, this was from um, the Jamaican Blue Mountain Peaberry um, Flame Steady Snake. Um, it's 90 quid a kilo. Wow. <laughs> so 22.50 a And you got it? No, I didn't. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I picked up the house blend and took to, uh, to uh, Colombian blends. You are intrigued though, aren't you? Very intrigued yeah, to spend 25 quid, quid on it. On Maybe we'll split some one day. Well, I think Christmas time, yeah. I think uh, I will get some to try it. I don't even know Jamaica did like I coffee. Think they, I think this is probably why it's that so standard. Well, I think it's they probably don't make that many, don't grow that uh, much crop, okay. so it's so expensive. But yeah, it blew my mind that they, you can go and buy, you can go and spend. 90 quid on a kilo of coffee yeah, beans. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is mad. That's crazy. But yeah, I'm, uh, by the time we get to episode four, I'll have, I will have tried the exchange brews. Uh, I'm maybe excited. Bring some around on the next episode. Mm. We'll, we'll go through it and- um, Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll uh, turn this into a bit of a coffee beer podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> a brew, is it? <laughs> two thirds of coffee. Well, it is two thirds, one pod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking we'll of that, We'll that, that is not us. <laughs> this is not us. That two, third, two thirds one pod is not us. That is another podcast um, run by uh, two ladies in America. So the two thirds <laughs> one pod is what you'll find them on Twitter and on your, whatever you get your podcast from. Yeah. Um, it's run by two sisters, but they nice. are a triplets. But one of the triplets, the third one didn't want to come in. Hence the name Two Thirds One Pod because the third oh, didn't want to join. Is Very she the clever. Gin? Is the third one the gin? Possibly. Ah. Yeah. We didn't, didn't, didn't want to be in it, so they called it Two Thirds. Very clever name. Yeah. It's unfortunately it's the same name we wanted, so. Um, yeah. Well, we went with podcast. Podcast. So. Yeah. You think we'll get to 50? Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I hope so. If you so. guys still want to watch us, <laughs> we'll keep making this. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of coffee and beer to go through, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. Why not? Exactly. And then by the time the podcast like is like fuego, we've got to go through the motions, haven't we? We've yeah. got a we've got a peak, and then we've got to die down a bit, and then we've got to fall out, and then we've got to come back, back together. Come back, <laughs> back yeah. together. Who's gonna get a scandal? <laughs> yeah, and then one of us gets Spotify. That's, yeah, one of us gets Spotify. <laughs> it's like Rory and Mal. <laughs> then they leave, make their own podcast. Yeah. Not as good. Like they call you daddy. Yeah. One of us gets a podcast with Spotify. Yeah. I mean, I'd take Barstool deal. Or, you know, we probably don't last 10 podcasts. Um, are we cousins? <laughs> what was the story? We're not, we're, we're not cousins. We're not cousins. We've been in a group for, oh God, 15, 20 years. Yeah. I like that. More. Um, in that group, I've got two cousins, my brother's in the group, and then we've got Jason and Faz. Um, but why are we cousins? So, a guy, um, we'll, we'll not name him. A guy. Uh, um, we'll Seems to be the name of the oh, podcast. Very close to his name. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, so basically, a guy watched a podcast, and um, and he's from the flatlands. So he's from like the Link Lincolnshire flatlands. He's a farmer. Right. Just casually asked, like after 
I spread the podcast to various people. He's not the farmer that kicked all those vegans. No, no, no. no. Get he, out! He probably would. He probably would. Um, no, he, he just he was curious and asked, are they cousins or are they brothers? I was like, <laughs> we could probably pull it off as brothers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, like the film Twins. I might die in DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, also, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um. I mean, that what took five, ten minutes. I'm not even sure what the video time is, but yeah. No. The short joke came in. Yeah, pretty quick. Tick. Um, did I ever tell you about the time I was dating a tennis player? I had to call it off in the end because um, love means nothing to her. That's the best one you've done. That is the best one. That is the best one you've done. I uh, it, it that came out of the memory archive the other day, and I thought I'll save oh, that one. Nice. I'll save that one. That's that's one of my like classic favourites. Yeah, another favourite that we've had in the, the tennis one is just yeah. Time does Roger Federer go to bed. <laughs> Tennis. That's a classic, isn't it? It's just a classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic tennis. Oh, should we talk about the um, previous episode? Because I'm not sure if you guys noticed. So, obviously, we were live on Instagram. We were going to edit it later on. And then we also had an audience. It was my birthday. We'd had loads of drinks before. Um, we're a bit, bit tipsy. A, a little bit. bit. Tipsy. Um, I've been making pizzas all afternoon because for some reason I decided to do that on my birthday. Um, <laughs> that's why I was wearing the apron. Um, it was a, it was a bit chaotic, I think. It, it was. It was. We had a lot of lot of heckles, um, more than the actual edited version. Yeah, I think there's more heckle cut from the video than actual video at this point. <laughs> we are very short on the episode <laughs> because we were just getting slated from the background. So uh, we won't be doing that again. Definitely not. Um, I mean, yeah, Lynn was, could have easily watched this episode, but we've booted her out and everything, so yeah. no audience from now on. No audience, but we need a gin and a meatball to um, <laughs> make sure that we're actually talking to the camera and it's recording, because at this point, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually know. We could be talking to nothing. Um, Pre-drink question. Oh yeah, what so was the question? So this is normally our warm-up question that we have at the start of the pod, not 20 minutes in, but <laughs> it's all good, isn't it? Um, we asked you guys for some questions, games, whatever, lists, anything that you want to ask us and we'll, we'll try and have a conversation about it. Um, it just seems to be Rob <laughs> giving us all oh. the suggestions. So uh, Rob's beer blog, thank you very much. Uh, go check his uh, Instagram out. Uh, so shout out to Rob. Um, yeah, well, he, he did four questions. Um, Maybe I'll just go through all four. So, yeah. improper glassware, does it bother you? I guess there's one for me, maybe, with the stupid, ridiculous glass collection that I've got. Um, um, but I'm not sure in a pub, what, do you get bothered? You don't get bothered no. about improper glassware. No. We're not in Belgium. No. Um, my view on improper glassware is beer tastes better in the right glass. Do you think that's purely because psychological? Psychological, yeah, 100% psychological. If you're going to like that beer 2% more, then. Yeah. What it is, isn't it? You're going to enjoy yeah. it more because it's in the right glass. Yeah. That's that's it really. But does it bother me? No. 
I'm all good. And you'll see later on, we are going to have all the beers in improper glassware. So <laughs> well, there, there we <laughs> go. Thank <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I think out of the three beers we're going to have, I probably like one of them. Mm. So yeah. Do you think the 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 trend for the craft beer glass is a direct wash from Belgian? Oh, I don't know. I think it's just getting a glass out there and brand just branding, just yeah. pure branding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Belgians have some funny shapes. If you go to oh. where's that? What is it? Bruges. They have the. They have the beer wall. Yeah. And they, did they have all the glasses on the beer uh, wall? Yeah. Or is it? There's there's one there's there's a bar like that in um, Brussels itself. Yeah. Called, begins with an O. Not almost or tomorrow or something like that. And that they have like 200 plus glasses on display. Yeah. Um, and they are some unusual shapes. Hmm. And some of the shapes I don't even think have come to the craft world in UK. No. So I think. It's, it's a signature glass, isn't it, that you have? Yeah. Whereas here, I think it's just, like I like track, like I can see the track glass over <laughs> here, which we're gonna use later. So they've obviously branded their gold top series and it does kind of work. It's got a gold ring around yeah. the top. It's a sick glass, yeah. So. Yeah, I do like the, um, what's the, um, what's your Lurig, shape? the Lurig glass, you know, the real short tooth is. The stubby, but oh, wide, right, wide okay. glass. I like that but you know, like the quack glasses, like the old time favorite Stupid. glasses. It's, Stupid. it's the worst thing to drink from. I hate it. Well, no, I like it because it's, it's cool and it's unique, but it's not practical. Have you ever had to give your shoe in a bar for one? What? So in, in, in a bar, <laughs> no, talking, the, talking, the answer to that question must always be no, right? No, so um, in Belgium, I was talking to a lad about it and he was like, in, in the bar, if you order a quack, to get a quack actual glass, you have to give one of your shoes. And they've, oh, got, an old, right. they've got an old school clothes hanger uh, dryer that, that comes down from the ceiling with people's shoes on. So, because people want to steal them. Uh, but I believe- so it's like deposit. Yeah, it's a deposit for the glass, because right. I don't think uh, places like the Conti have the quack glasses anymore, because people stole them and right. broke them. Right, I see, yeah, yeah. It's funny, I have a quack glass at home. Yeah, you can get them, yeah. <laughs> you can. Yeah, you bought it though, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I bought it. Home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on before you get arrested uh, yeah. for doing this. <sighs> Everyone's got pub glasses in yeah. their collection. Yeah, we used to have Stella glasses in our, in our studio. <laughs> San Miguel. <laughs> San Miguel glasses <laughs> everywhere. Uh, another question, are tippers overrated? Have you been on the tipper scene? Do you want me to give you a bit of background on the UK tipper scene as well? I, I heard it's massive, but I have tried a couple. Um, and it, I, it's either, tastes like a um, magic tree, or it tastes like a tropical. Well, you are chasing that dragon, aren't You're you? You're chasing that <laughs> dragon. Well, it's, it's more, there's probably like a, a Venn diagram of adding so much hop versus flavour outcome of a beer. Yeah, I think there's a fine line between um, um, getting that, that flavour that, that you balance. want and ruining the beer completely. And I think previously, pre-COVID, I think it was a bit too expensive to make these tippers. That's why we kind of naturally saw them for birthday beers. So right. if a brewery was celebrating their birthday, they would maybe produce a tipper. There was a lot of risk in producing a tipper, obviously, because the ingredients uh, volume is a lot higher, the cost is a lot more. Um, and you're never really going to know it. It's a fine line whether it's going to actually turn out okay. But then 
during lockdown, that risk sort of disappeared because there was no kegs coming out to pubs. Mm. So when I think a lot of these breweries that had hop contracts, who maybe didn't want to take the risk previously, can now afford to take that risk and do a yeah. small batch of tippers. And UK brewers got really good at it. I've got a gal, I've got to hand it to them. I, I thought they got really good at it, but I think everyone's sick of them. <laughs> they, can't, they, can't, exactly. they can't win, can they? We all want tippers, we got tippers, and now we're all sick of them. Uh, so the yeah, the breweries them. can't win. But uh, one bonus is that they've made some good ones. What's Polly, your favorite? Polly's were good. I think they did about five or six during COVID. I liked every single one. Do you think this, do you, do you think the alcohol volume to some of these different tippers makes them cross boundaries of what they actually should be? You know, you, you sort of know where an IPA is going to finish and the next and the next, you know, an IPA, a dipper, yeah. an imperial. Whereas, would you say a tipper is, spans dipper and imperial? Or does it have its own category? Strength-wise, yeah. So I think I think an IPA you're looking at anything, bot bottom end of six to just below eight. Dipper is eight, and you can get an imperial dipper, I think, which is maybe nine, nine and a half, eight to nine and a half, and anything above is normally a triple. And then yeah. you've got your barley wines and all yeah. that above that. Your so tramp fuel. Your tramp fuel. <laughs> Look fast and all that stuff. Tramp fuel. Well, uh, last week um, I did a quick trip to the Moorbrook. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, and I tried, what did I try? I tried the, the only thing they had that was under five. Um, I think it was from Northern Brewing. It was okay. But he's got like a 40% Imperial start on. A 40? Yeah. For 14? Four for zero, because my wow. mate Al, um, he was on one of the mad seven, eight percent sours that were on there. Yeah. Loving life. He came Absolutely. in and he went, I've just had a sampler. And we sniffed off this 40% Imperial. I went, he's just gearing you up to be on Tramp Fuel. Like he's, he's just giving you more and more stronger stuff. 40? Yeah. That can't taste good. No, it would be like treacle. Yeah. It'd be like treacle and burn your lips. Yeah, and yeah, I wouldn't want two thirds of that. I don't think I'd want a third of it. I think I'd just no. want to try it and then that's it. So. What's the smallest you can ask for? Yeah, <laughs> one eighth. <laughs> don't want one eighth of that sound, please. <laughs> Mad. Yeah. But they 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 seem to have everything everything in the, into the higher end figures for some reason. They don't seem to session. So you went to Moorbrook and there was no session. Not, not, that's not, very odd. Yeah. They've got a lot of taps as well. Yeah, they have like eight, eight, eight on, on the go, I think, on the board at any one time. But yeah, I think it maybe just people that go in one, one stronger. They're all after doubles and trip. But they also do wicked pizzas. I know the pizza. Yeah, the pizza's chef. good. We're gonna have some pizzas later. Yeah. So that's gonna be good. Um, we'll do one more from Rubber's Beer Blog. Yes. Um, least favorite style. Least favourite style? Um, I don't mind. These, those, well, those clear milk stout things. Milkshake. The milk. The, yeah, why is it, why is it so clear? Why is it, why is clear it not? Clear milk stout. Oh, milk you're on about white stout. White stout. Yeah, yeah, so white stout, you, they don't roast the yeah, malts, white. I think, as much. Um, I, I, well, I don't like, a black IPA, don't get it. Oh yeah, same. I don't get it's, it. It's I put them into the same category. I don't get them. I don't think I've, I think. I've never liked one. 
Maybe that is, that's an unpopular opinion, possibly. Um, but yeah, I just don't get them. Don't like them. It's not a fan. I mean, they tried it. Um, the, the, the white starts was like there was like there was one everywhere. Yeah, so the, there's a flat white one, isn't there? I think it's ABC that do a flat white one. And then, have you ever had a flat white? Like, you know what flat white tastes like, but this wasn't. This is one. not a flat white. <laughs> this is just it? yeah. It just doesn't make sense. ingredients to an extent, yes. If you if you're planning on making it stout, but you're not doing the bit that makes it stout, what is it? Mm. Stranger things in beer, I guess. I think did they um, try to go into like white chocolate stouts? And I just I don't, again, I don't... white chocolate's in, uh, a far inferior product compared to actual chocolate. It's mostly sugar. It's good though. <laughs> milky bars. <laughs> milky bars. I mean, give me a milky bar stout, and I'm there. Milky bar. Milky I'm bar not sure stout. I would, it won't look like a milky bar, but if it tasted like a milky bar. Yeah. You don't like white chocolate, do you? I'm not mad on chocolate, but I think I'll probably find that too sweet. I'd love that. Oh, very strange. Forty percent white. Milky If anybody out there <laughs> wants to or knows of a Milky Bar chocolate tasting stout, that will put hairs <laughs> on your ears. Yeah, you don't see many white chocolate stouts. There's obviously a reason why it's not a taste that they can. It's obviously a taste that they can't replicate. Yeah, I think with with the taste of chocolate actual like dark chocolate is an actual flavor and it's you can get it from cacao or cacao husk or whatever i think because of the way white chocolate is processed from less cacao and more sugar and something else it's harder to replicate yeah. as synthetic well if anyone's out there crazy brewing yeah try it try well, it let us know drop 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 a note in the comments we read them all I think it's time for a beer. Yes. And just like that, magic beer, beer has appeared. Uh, yeah, so let's crack this open and I'll give you a... Uh, give you uh, a, yeah. a coaster. Oh, lovely. It's yeah. a coaster. Thanks, Sean. So my unpopular opinion is that Sierra Nevada isn't that great. So Sierra Nevada is a beer that's been, I guess the year, have you seen the year? No. Guess the year, how long it's been? Um, oh, it's probably one of them that's been around since the 60s or something. Like no, that. 1981. Okay, oh, so it, 40 years. Well, that's quite a long time, yeah. 40 years, yeah, yeah. Shit, fair yeah. play to these guys then, I yeah. guess. So, um, those but, that might know and those that don't, that's <laughs> the year I was born. All right. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the, the, the beer of my... Uh, <laughs> depressing. That's why it's been around and that's why it's in this. Okay, so yeah, so this beer is as old as Jason. It's, it's, it's a hench bottle. Yeah. <laughs> a brown um, hench bottle, that's why, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm a gander. Uh, so yeah, this beer, 1981, it was one of America's first pale ales, uh, West Coasty, um, Cascade hops. Um, I think it's just Cascade. It's been around for ages. It's one of the first craft beers that ever came onto the scene. Um, for a lot of people that had it when it when they first got into craft, um, maybe 10, 15 years ago, um, I think because there wasn't other beer out there, it was a good beer to have. Um, for me, I had a lot of better beer before it when I first tried it. Um, so when I actually did try this beer, 
it, it, it didn't do it for me. And then I've tried it a couple of times since. It's now available in a lot of supermarkets in, in, in England. Yeah. It's just not, not one of my favorite beers. And I get it, it's got a lot of history for people because they sort of grew up with it. Yeah. But for me, it just doesn't tick a lot of the boxes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of the veterans, I guess. I'm sorry, but I just don't like it. I just don't like it. But I'm drinking it on the podcast, so you know what yeah. I mean? It is what it is. So um, we're a year off. So it's oh. 41 years old. So it, oh, okay. It's not the year. It's the beer of me, so that's good. Fucking Google. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's from North Carolina, so East Coast. So that might have. Oh, it's not, actually. Oh, oh yeah, so look what it is. It's um, dark gold. Gold. Yeah, gold, gold. amber. A little bit rusty. A little bit rusty. It's got a fluffy head. Off white. Smells um, palatable. Yeah, so Cascade, you're getting floral, perfume, palm violet, uh, grapefruit. What he said. Maltiness. Maltiness. I wonder. I wonder because... Do you know what? It's that, it, it, the smells are quite good, to be honest. Damn it. And there it is, though. It comes and goes. It's musty. Yeah, I'm, get, I, I'm getting a lot. I think my um, palate has probably developed a, a lot since I've last had this. Um, but also that uh, I'm able to break down the beers a bit better now. Um, but it's actually not that bad. It's not <laughs> it's, offensive. It's not as bad as I thought. But I think when I had it, I was like, oh, Sierra Nevada, this is a classic beer. Like, it's, yeah. it, it's been around for ages. So when I had it, I assumed I was going to be wild, and I wasn't wild. Um, I think it's just got all the the, the DNA of a, an American ale. Like it's it is easy to drink. Yeah, but so various travels through through the states, there's always a load of like pubs and bars that are dive bars, and they always have like local brews. And there's things that taste like this in every every state I've been. So a lot of the Midwest, basically, yeah. um, have beers on tap that everyone says, oh, you've got to try this, and it tastes like this. And it's... it's, an, uh, it's, it's a, it is a classic American yeah. pale ale, isn't yeah. it? That's what it is. What's the um, what's the, the general untapped consensus? This might be interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm going, so check-ins, I'm going for half a mil. It's got to be. Uh, average rating, I'm going to go for 3.43. That's so precise. I'm going to go 3.4. Uh, right, so let's have a look. Um, it's going to have a lot of check-ins, isn't it? Especially uh, oh, um, 480,000 check-ins. Oh, yeah, that's not too half bad. a million. On an average of 3 .63. 6 .3? Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the last. Rob, Rob gave it a 275. <laughs> and so did you. <laughs> Probably at the same time, to be honest. Yeah, I, I believe you both did. This isn't as. Yeah, so I, 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 it's now available in most supermarkets. You can get this a lot. I'm not sure if I bought it from a supermarket or. Um, you did have it six years ago, so. Six years ago, wow. Go on then, what do you, what do you think? Um, I'd drink it. Um, 
I'm, I'd be keen to try it on a on a on a tap. And the bitterness is pretty manageable. It's it's it's, it's not overly bitter. It's it no. is easy. It is easy to drink. It's the, the problem. I think the only problem with it is there isn't a lot of flavour. The, there's that bitterness at the it's end. It's one hop, isn't it? It's a single hop beer, don't. But even with some, <coughs> some some of them, you get a, you get a even a brief hint of a punch. Oh, flavour, then instantly gone. Whereas this is just okay. It's, there, it, you took a drink. Nothing wilds you, but you could you could easily like. Uh, I think that's one. Probably. It's probably important to tell the crowd. That's one thing that you're you're after in a beer, isn't it? You want that long-lasting flavour, um, <laughs> but you want it to linger a bit longer, and you don't want it to cut short. No, because um, I think you get that with a lot of beers. Like you get that ripe aroma in yeah. flavour and everything and then in seconds it can be gone and it's like oh, but why yeah why, why where were you like, yeah it, you've come and you've gone and then you also don't want that linger that yeah that you don't want that horrible bitterness that, to linger yeah. too much i don't mind I, I can handle a bit of bit and it's not too bad no but, but sometimes uh, sometimes with stuff like this like this this is this doesn't overdo one end of the scale you know it's it's, it's basically super average, but super average beers are things you can sit and just drink. You yeah, know what I mean? That's what it is. Um, but it is um, a pale ale. So you know we were talking about the IPA dipper mm. tipper brackets, and the mm. IPA is is generally a six. It's a high pale at five point four. Five point six. Five point six. Yeah. So do you look at it like that? Yeah. Is it not that? Is it good? <laughs> well, I, I never got to enjoy this when it, and we've got to also remember this is a bottle that was, I think, is it, is it December at the top when it was bottled? It's normally 20, a year, isn't 20, it? 20, yeah. So, so it would be December, like, December 2020, right? 21st of December. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, eight months old. Yeah. Been on the shelves for eight months. It's travelled. Yeah, it's travelled. It, we're probably not doing any favours in that sense. I wonder what a fresh one would taste like from source. Yeah. Um, that hasn't traveled, hasn't sat on the shelf and had that uh, shelf life where it's probably not been in the best condition. I quite possibly have drunk one in North Carolina <laughs> when I've been. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing it's just what people are drinking. Um, I mean, if I ever go to America, I probably will appreciate some of these beers a bit more just because of the freshness. Yeah. Yeah. There's, de there's definitely something in that. A lot, of, I think a lot of things that are sold internationally even from like um, the uh, the bigger breweries like Heineken, Guinness, um, Foster's randomly. Um, stuff doesn't travel well. No. It needs to be a bit closer to home. The people in Japan liked the Guinness that was out there, but it was shipped in barrels. Mm. And I had a pint and I couldn't drink it because it didn't taste right. It didn't travel, which, which is why in South Africa, they have their own breweries. They yeah. brew their own there because they don't want the stuff that shits and admittedly it's not that far but it but cheap lager generally does travel okay because of the way it's it's I find Heineken tastes different in every country. I think they tweak it for each market. Right. For localised taste and that's that's why I don't like it anywhere. I've I've had it in the, the factory fresh. And you think okay it's it's a Heineken fresh and it has a bit of a I think it that the freshness gives it a bit bit of something. Same yeah. with Amstel. 
Would you take bit. this over Heineken if yeah. you saw it? Yeah. I knowing would. that this has traveled, obviously, and, yeah, and it's would. now been sat on a shelf for eight months and we're drinking it and it's probably better than Heineken to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, easily. So I was I was faced with this dilemma in, in the Pig and Whistle this probably, today. It definitely is. It definitely, definitely is. is better than Heineken. So I went to the Pig and Whistle. Um, they've got a, a wide clientele, but nothing other than uh, I think in shape better. or <laughs> <laughs> they're um, that's Carberry Pub. Um, high so, so for lots of people. <laughs> um, so I had a quick look in the fridge as you do, first thing you do, and then you see Punk IPA and you think, okay, I'll skip that. And then drank a pint of Wainwrights because there, there was nothing else that I wanted to drink on yeah. time. Um, but if that was in the fridge, I'd be you tempted, yeah, I'd be tempted to have that. <laughs> but yeah, I think in that in those situations where you could get that, it's not a bad one. It's not gonna, it's not gonna offend you. Yeah, um, not, not as offensive as I remembered, but also, I don't think it's, it's as good as everyone thinks, still. Um, let us know what you think. Um, do you like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale? Um, what's your story behind it? Did you have it um, early in its journey or did you have it early in your journey? I think that's quite important as well because I had it quite um, late in mine and I think that definitely made a difference. Um, yeah, and just let us know what you think. All right, should we go on to um, your <laughs> unpopular opinion? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> if I click, the beers have appeared. Um, <laughs> um, Jason, yeah, this is your unpopular opinion. It was triggered from... <laughs> this is going to cause some controversy. Um, it was triggered from your trip to Plug, and you were messaging me, you were showing me all your beers that you were trying. Um, obviously, I had a look at that. I, I kind of know what's on the menu at Plug. I, I look at it whenever they post it. Yeah. And I knew Big Phone was on. Yeah. So I was like, Jason, you got to get some big foam. Um, it's cracking, cracking beer. Um, so you did. Yeah. And what did you say? The first, the first sip I took off, a fresh from the tap, two thirds, one podcast, of uh, big foam. I went, this tastes like a classic Lauenbrau blue. It had the smell and it, had, and it triggered something. The smell triggered something in my head that this smell and taste I've had before, and the, the, it just went straight to this for some reason. So you think Lowenbrow tastes similar to Big Foam. So we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna drink and go through the motions and, and, and we'll, we'll see. So I've not drunk this for a long, long time, Lowenbrow. Uh, I think I had it, I went, yeah, I think I had it a, a few years ago. Um, I think it's quite, it's nice, it's crispy. It's uh, acceptable. Yeah, it does the, does the job. So. But yeah, um, you know, <laughs> it's very clear, very filtered. Yeah. It's. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a, a lot more because <laughs> you like it. <laughs> um, it's available around Preston in various places on draft. It's. Um, it seems to be a retro popular what choice. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's a decent uh, ish. And uh, also, uh, I don't know why. It, Triggered a, a memory of uh... white bread, white bread biscuits. It's a battle of the biscuits, isn't it? First thing I smell is um, oh. German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <smell>. Germany. <laughs> well, it's that pills, now. It's that. Is it that pills, though? 
It's a Hellas, isn't it? It's a Hellas. Oh, possibly. Hellas? It's it it's it's it, it conjures up for me it conjures up a lot of memories from when uh, we uh, had an off license as a child and uh, there was one guy that loved this stuff um, right. and he came in every other day and bought bought four wow yeah and we also had used to stop the red one it's all right it's soft very soft it's good. that's that the smell and the taste a sweet like it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's it is a it's a nicer lager yeah lager it's a nicer lager now i've tasted this i can sit i know key differences between <laughs> this and this this is why i thought it was brilliant <laughs> and this is why i wanted to do it but the smell I think the smell and the taste profile are very akin. It's just this is a bit more effervescent. There's more, there's more fizz in this. Yeah, so the flavour is the flavour is bolder in this, but it's the same. I can understand why they're selling a lot of this now in uh, in like Plow or Conti because if you don't want the craft that's on tap and Colin Stella is just a bit too You can get that from anywhere. anywhere. Let's go for this. someone that's, uh, yeah, it's got it's got a good brewing history, I would imagine. It's, yeah. German beer's pretty yeah. decent. The the mythical book, the Reinheitsgebot. It's, it's definitely German, right? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> that, I mean, the book doesn't exist apparently, but that, that, that lore of four ingredients, four ingredients only, force people to do things with the beer that you know you can't you've not got a lot to mess with but adjust in and local waters and stuff um cracking like um like Warsteiner another yeah. very good it's run of the mill now you see it everywhere but you never used to see that stuff um actually prefer this out the bottle than, than the last time I remember having it on tap um, yeah. I think this has got a really nice softness to it. Mm. I don't remember having that, that same softness. Um, yeah, 5.2%. Yeah, very, very sweet. Um, it's got like a little bit of a floral tinge to it, but super easy to drink. Barely any bitterness there. None. How's your long lasting flavourness rating on that one? Because it's so soft. It, um, it it lingers a little bit, but because you're not getting a massive smack in the mouth, you're not expecting that to be, you know, dropping off. It's just there, pleasant. It's refreshing. You could easily drink a couple of pints on a hot day. For sure. Greasy food and some of this. Happy days. Yeah. It's um, it's a bit like um, the one in Market Harbour um, that you got me onto. That, that hell is they do. Oh, I forgot what they're called. Brooks. Oh, Braybrook. Braybrook. Their hell is is really I good. Think it's yeah, their hell is is good for that. I sort think of they thing. make some cracking lagers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Up there, definitely get yourself some of that. Yeah. And for some reason, <laughs> one smell, smell and taste of this 
reminded me of this. And it's the smell, I think, that's so triggered So is it more it. the smell? It's the smell that's triggered so it. So the, the, the taste, you, I think, will, will notice the difference. Um, Massively. But you think it's got a similar aroma? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got the Let's same. Let's check the styles, because what does that say? Is that a... Well, this German style. Rustic lager. Yeah, so Lohenbraut is a Hellas. Mm. Um, big foam. Big foam. Big foam is a lager pale. Lager okay, pale. That's, that's completely different. Mm. Um, so big foam. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a style lager with German Piddles and Malt, so there probably will be some similarities there. Yeah. Um, Halito Blanc and Astro Hops for a peachy white, white wine finish. Um, Okay, not not different styles, but they're not too far. No, and it, it obviously it's that um, that German malt is what's giving it that that reminiscent smell. That gives that just yeah that smell to it. I went yeah this this smells like something I've had before, but now that I've drunk it, <laughs> <laughs> backtrack, 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 backtrack. Well, no, it's just a soft, a very soft version of this because this this like you said on on carbonation is aggressive. Yeah, but that boosts what what you're drinking because this is wicked. It is. Yeah, <laughs> this is top. I've already smashed two tins of this, um, and it's it's super enjoyable. Yeah, so no, I mean, you, Donzo can make some. Well, it's just one guy. Well, yeah, I think it's just still one guy. Um, I thought it was Don Anzoko. <laughs> <laughs> Don Anzoko. I can't remember his name. Reese. Yeah, he's a funny chap as well. I think you two have got similar similar um, humour. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say what well, he knows nothing about beer, but can make. Really no, good. so I think I mean I'm gonna butcher I'm gonna butcher um, his history. So I think Reese went to um, I think he I think he did go to Germany or he went somewhere to do some sort of um, chemistry okay. degree, and then as part of his um, work experience or dissertation or whatever. He, I don't know if he worked in a brewery or he did some work with a brewery and then he learned all this stuff about how to make really good yeah. lager. Um, and then I think after he finished his degree, like he, he if you can I mean, it. I might have butchered that story. If it, I'm sorry if it's not anything like that, Reese. Um, you probably aren't even watching anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and we've butchered everything about yeah. your beer with this unpopular opinion. If anyone knows but, the real story, put it in the comments, yeah, please. Do it some justice. Yeah. Um, but. He's a really funny chap. Yeah, it'd be good to get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not now, you've, uh, <laughs> you've painted his life story. <laughs> like I painted alone, bro. But he's done the, he's done the research, I think, in German yeah. lager. I think he's brought that over really well. Yeah. He makes some cracking, cracking lagers. Um, and to Sell think out. that they come- All this stuff sells out. Right, yes, uh, big foam. Let's crack that open. Uh, you can go over there. Big foam, right? Mm. So apparently this. Let's 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 have, let's Let, have a, let's have it real. Smells like it Lohan smells Bro. like Lohan Bro, It turns out, but we're pretty sure it doesn't taste like Lohan Bro. It definitely doesn't. I mean, are you gonna get the big foam wobble? Yeah, God, I want the wobble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite. But... Uh, it's just head that, Jason. Nice one. You want the... as Lynn would say, do you want a flake with that? I thought you she wanted loves a... She loves that joke. It pisses me off. Boddington's joke from 19... This smells well different. It's got more citrus. I, I get the white wine. Do you know the white wine that we mentioned when we described it before? I get that, I get. 
basically my nose is shit. Because <laughs> I'm like, beer. I'm, I'm, just get, I'm, just get beer. I'm getting that beer smell, but a stronger version of what I smell from that. The aroma is completely different. I think you, you get a lot of that breadiness from that one. This one is a bit more subtle, but it's it's a nicer. Yeah, there's a sweetness in this one. Uh, yeah, nice delicateness to it. Okay, that one more, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're bring recording me, bring you. Me back now. Bring me back now, bring me back now, sorry. Yeah. Um, obviously, not filtered. Yeah, got a little bit of haze. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, a very, I mean, it's it, the aggressive carbonation gives it this aggressive head. I'm not getting the aggressive carbonation as I thought I would. Um, it's, it's more in the taste compared to the low brand. Yeah, I think when we had it on keg, well, um, on oh yeah, on on, on on keg, it was it was roaring up the glass. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. I guess it loses a bit of that in the in the yeah. canning, but you can see already the head staying. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the canning has taken a lot of that carbonation edge off. Yeah, a lot more citrusy. I, I think... It's sharper, isn't it? It's sharper. But there's, there's that, no that carbonation added, there. No, that, that added... Uh, there's an added hop taste to it. Come pour some more, pour some more, pour some more. Yeah. The, um, I think if if someone added uh, turned up the volume on a Lambra, you'd get close to this. But this is fantastic. Yeah. In terms of in terms of a, a, a craft craft lager. craft lager, yeah, no, I 100% agree. It's probably one of the be best things I've had this year. Yeah. And, and after you not mentioned a, it, not a three seven five before. <laughs> no, I think I, th I think a three seven five did. Well, that's the highest you can go. So that's, it that's, is, that's yeah. credit right there, isn't it? That's three seven five. But this, there's a reason that it sells out. It's cause. Um, it, it is a fantastic drink. Um, what's the hit on the ABV? 5%, so it's not even crazy strength. You could easily session this if you're an alcoholic like us. I mean. Superb. Superb. Yeah. But again, <laughs> the, the, the immediate flavor, the, the immediate, the immediate taste. <laughs> Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. The immediate taste isn't like a punch. It's afterwards. It stays. It, this has got, I think, you know, you said it yourself where you crave that mm. lingeringness. I think the citrus here really does does have yeah. a, a lingeringness. Um, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's a really, really good beer. Um, and, yeah, if I'll, I ever see it on tap, I have to have it. You have to have at least it. one. Because that flavour comes, you get the hot taste. It's not bitter. It doesn't linger the bitterness, and then you go, oh, you go back in for another that's one, it. and that, that's exactly. what it is. What he's done is brilliant. Um, I still stand by. It smells like lemon brown. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, um, this, is this is your first Don Zoko beer. Yes, yes, yeah, it so is. Yes, I think this is his second one that he ever made. Um, the first one, which is Northern Hellas which is the same style as that one. That. Um, that's what he's famous oh, for. That's right. what got him um, got him into the market. Um, that is another fantastic lager. Sound like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Fantastic. 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 Yes, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
get my hair's gonna go grey soon. I'm gonna look like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Circus without the uh, CGI. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever see Northern Hellas, um, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll put it on my list of things to try in between now and the next. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for unpopular opinions. Yeah. Uh, let us know some of your unpopular opinions. We, we'd maybe like to try them out. Yeah. Um, uh, and we'll turn this into a, a bit of a regular segment. Yeah. Um, I think we're a bit late on the unpopular opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I think unpopular opinions was a big thing last year. Um, but who cares? Hashtag yeah. retro. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing it back. Hashtag bringing it um, back. So yeah, let us know your unpopular pins in the comments down yeah. there somewhere, which wherever you're watching this. Yeah, put, we'll... put them in the comments, get us on Twitter, get us on Instagram, um, on any of the socials we have. We'll have a Facebook by the time uh, the next episode comes out. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but if there's anything you think um, rivals this, let us know. Uh, I'll be keen to find if someone has something they think is better, because um, this is fantastic. It's really, it's a brilliant drink. It's especially on tap. It's yeah, beautiful. I mean, it's turned us into all the guns. Cost ninety. Cost Sorry, United fans. No one gives a shit. Um, yes, yeah, so that brings us on to our, <laughs> on to our final bit. Um, we're going to announce a giveaway uh, very soon. What um, giving it away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't want to give away the giveaway. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a can of everything that we've had today. So you'll get a bottle of Low and Brow Sierra Nevada. We've got a spare can of Big Foam as well to yep. give you. Um, and then we're going to give you some of Lancashire's finest beer as well. Um, and I think we've got some merch. Yeah, so um, now everything's the wrong way around. We have... Um, I'd say an exclusive, but I sell them to anyone. Um, <laughs> we've got um, a six pack for summer. Um, now that summer's nearly over, of um, some uh, some stuff I do, some merch, uh, Jebel's World. Um, a six pack of Fail Ale, uh, a better picture will come up. So um, enter the competition. Um, we've got three sizes. So all three will be given away. Um, all right, sweet. Yeah, so we'll do um, a first, second and third. Nice. Um, but uh, obviously, everyone's a winner except everyone's if you come a winner. fourth or after. And if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. What shall I do with my hands? <laughs> Fail ale. Ready for something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to announce the giveaway on Instagram. Um, and that's it, really. Yeah. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. And um, do give it to people that need a bit of mild entertainment and we're, we try not to be too serious. Talking beer, talking coffee, talking shite. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Peace out. Two thirds, one podcast.